What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 3 Second Tap. I'm your host Samir and we're going to be talking about the NXT that happened on March 25th of 2021 and I know for a f- I, I know I know that my episode is so late and it's simply just because like just things going on and stuff you know like that just the motivation to get stuff done and everything just hasn't been there but you know I'm back up or at least trying to and um, you know getting this stuff done here so uh, just to start off I mean it was it's like I don't know this this NXT show I don't think it could get topped I really really like this show especially with like how they have more matches than promos and like little segments that one I really like I just really love that fact um, but anyways, I just want to get in, right into this. To start off, it was the first match of the night. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. I was honestly expecting for it to be the other way around, where Io Shirai and Zoe Stark take the dub, but that didn't go down. I didn't really have much of an analyzation towards this, except for just, you know, Io Shirai just being a, just an amazing competitor, as for you. And Zoe Stark, like, she, as, as a newcomer, she's she's really putting such such an impact on nxt right now and i can honestly see that she does have a a a bright future going on in the wwe right now just as long as she sticks to how she does right now even though she was the one that got pinned and she was the one that took the l it does not matter like it's like i i I really see a lot of potential in her but um you know the kudakai and raquel gonzalez they were pretty sloppy in that match i'm not gonna lie it was it was more so of io shirai that kind of uh carry the team really but zoe stark still have her fair share of you know hits and you know bumps and bruises etc in the in the match and dakota kai she just she was i think i think yeah dakota kai was the one that was getting battered the most in this match and it's just like she's getting she's getting submitted she's getting you know like just thrown around every single wear thrown into turnbuckles you know slammed onto the mat etc and man i mean i don't know uh that match itself i would i would truly give that match a good you know seven or 7.5 out of 10 it was a pretty good match to see but at the end was interesting when raquel gonzalez she put io shirai on the table and not like you know she just put her on the table but i mean like she freaking power bombed her on the table surprise didn't break but it was there and you you couldn't just like after the impact you could just feel io's pain like she was like she was screaming in agony pure agony um, but after that, like, you know, she was, she was just on the table and Raquel just had a nice stare down. Um, and, and just that image, that like little snapshot of Raquel Gonzalez, like staring amongst, uh, Io Shirai as she's on the table, just out. That was just, that was really sending a message. But anyways, moving on from that was the uh, first promo of the night, which was, it was, a, it was another one with like Kyle and Roderick. Um, it was with Kyle O'Reilly. He's just speaking about, you know, the whole situation that went down last week when they um, got pulled over, when they got caught by the cops and stuff like that. And, you know, they're, they were just being, they were just waiting for their little punishment from Regal, which actually happened tonight. And I'll definitely, you know, talk about it later on. Uh, but Roderick Strong came in and he's like, yo, like we've been homies some time. Both of us have been wronged by Adam. Why don't we just team up and take him out? And Kyle's like, you know what, bro? Like, I, I get it. But like, regardless, I'm doing this on my own and I don't need you right now. And Kyle really just disrespected the hell out of Roderick. So again, it's understandable. Kyle is, you know, he's trying to do his own thing. He's, he, he I, I'm assuming he just, he doesn't really trust the team right now, especially since he basically trusted that team as like a brotherhood or whatever. And what happened in the end is that he got wronged. So understandable. But anyways, moving from that was LA Knight um, on Bronson. And it was just another mini one where he's like, oh, you know, Bronson, 
he's 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 bad and you know i'm better and this and that right it was just based off of their match that's gonna happen later on so it's just just like a little you know pre-match trash talk or whatever uh, but anyways the third promo again was jordan devlin on his match with inkashita and this was just to kind of show to santos that like you know i i will face whoever but regardless of anything like i'm going to get myself ready or i'm gonna just put my anger that i have against you on the on my opponents but the opponents that he respects because he did indicate that he respects in kashita but he's going to use in kashita as like a it's like an example of santos he's going to make an example out of um santos by using in kashita so that was interesting to see as well and i was definitely excited to see the match that's going to go on after that um uh, and my apologies for speaking so fast i'm just trying to get through this before smackdown starts um uh, but anyway so from that one it was the second pro- match of the night which was bronson reed versus la knight and again mind you we did hear this trash talk from la knight like yo i'm gonna just destroy you bro and that was just not the case in this match and um bronson reed had a really good match honestly speaking and usually when it comes to guys that are built like bronson reed usually they're like really slow or like you know they're just they just get tired so easily which which bronson wasn't like that and another person I could give that example to as well is Otis. Otis, I thought, I honestly, when he first started, I thought he was going to be like a guy that got tired a lot. You know, a guy built like Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin does get tired easily. Like, he's a little sluggish. But look at look at Bronson Reed and Otis. Like they're doing very well cardio wise, and they're just they're just really great um, at, at, in their matches and stuff. And they're, they're able to keep up. They're able to make sure it's exciting. They're able to keep up with the with the moves and everything like that that they're doing. So yeah, I kudos to them, honestly speaking. But you know, going on more so into the match, it was like Ellie Knight did look pretty promising. He did look he was he did look like he was gonna have a good uh, master. And I honestly thought that it was gonna be Ellie Knight that came out with the turnaround, but no no sirree it was bronson reed that came with it and he, he he took a pretty great dub and i don't know like his his moves are extremely aggressive like i i'm liking what i'm seeing in bronson especially that that splash that he does from the top rope like come on man this guy this guy had airtime for a guy his 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 body type that is airtime that is like prime big show you know but i don't know and like especially when it's done in like slow motion like it literally looks like he's floating like it's ridiculous um uh, but anyways that, that match i would definitely give that like a good seven seven or seven point seven or seven point five out of ten uh certainly would love to see that match again um you know hopefully at the next nxt so i'm looking down looking forward to that but you know moving on from that what moving on from that it was a third match of the night which was carrying cross versus only lurkin and oh my gosh i'm pretty sure everybody knew what was going to be the what was going to be the result of this match like like even even just saying it in your head oni lorkin versus carrion cross like it's like is this is this match even legal like you know uh, and and obviously i get it why oni lorkin wants to go after carrion cross because he did injure danny birch and it was i mean hey he did take out a shoulder but you got to be realistic sometimes but again it's understandable because he's trying to be loyal to his boy and they were the tag champs, but just because of that simple injury, they had to relinquish the titles. So I get it, um, but I don't know if it was a it was a you know a good decision made by him. But hey, to each their own, right? <laughs> but um, so carrying cross, obviously just being so dominant during the match, and at one point, um, you know, like in the beginning of the match. It was straight up just carrying cross, just obliterating Oni. And I was surprised that Oni was still able to continue with the match just 
just by the beating he was taken by Carrion. But obviously that that wasn't really the case there uh, because he, obviously he, he did survive a good amount of the match. Um, but midway through the match, Orny Lorcan did start to build up some momentum. He started getting his like shots in, and he did have a, he he had a pretty nice suplex that was um, that was made there. So that was that was good to see as well. But um, from that on, like he just had like his little you know ten second of fame. Then after that, it was straight Carrion. Carrion just destroyed Oni, and I I know for a fact that Carrion is also like putting that anger on Oni for, based off of how he is feeling about Finn Balor. And again, I am so excited for Stan and Deliver to see this match with Balor and Cross. Like I'm telling you, like it's it's going to be a great match to see. Like it, it's it's I'm so excited for WrestleMania. Honestly, one of the main reasons I love WrestleMania season because you just don't know what's gonna happen most of the time. <laughs> Um, but you know what from that match um, Karrion after he took the dub he went straight into a promo uh, on Balor and he's like um, you know Balor just does not know what he's going to run into when it comes to takeover uh, stand and deliver and after hearing that Balor interrupts and he's like yo last week Cross showed Balor his weakness and for those that remember my podcast from last week or uh, for those that watched NXT takeover last week you know what happened? Balor accidentally hit uh, Bordeaux, and Cross just instantly his anger just turned up so much. You know, it it, it went up many notches, and that's what he's referring to. So, Balor, I don't know what he might do. From my prediction, I'm thinking that it's going to be that situation where like Balor plays mind games to get into Cross's head by uh, ha- by putting threats in front of uh, Bordeaux. Now, another way this could be prevented if, is if Bordeaux doesn't even come in the match. She stays backstage or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is going to be some kind of attack on Bordeaux. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. Like, that's that's how it gets so unpredictable. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to that. But um, as for the match with Karrion and uh, Oni Lorcan, I would really give that a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, but anyways, moving on from that promo. It was the, another promo slash segment of the night. Uh, it was the fifth one and it was regal on who's facing the Johnny Gargano uh, for the North American Championship and yo this is what I'm so excited for this is like an NXT next week uh, I think it's gonna be the, 30, the 31st of March but I'm looking so forward to that NXT because this match is gonna be great so what's gonna go down basically is that um, it'll be a 12-man battle royale then the final six will face in a gauntlet elimination match and whoever wins from that obviously will face Johnny Gargano at Stand and Deliver Takeover for the North North American Championship, and that's uh, the, whoa, 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 this match I'm looking so great forward to. There's um, from from off the top of my head, I can remember that there's uh, Austin Theory. There's going to be Dexter Loomis. There's also going to be um, I yeah I honestly just can't remember off the top of my head. I failed to actually note this down, but um, certainly I'm, I'm regardless of anything, I'm just looking forward to seeing this match go down. Because what if Austin Theory wins? Now, Austin Theory is going to have to face, you know, his his faction member at uh, Stand and Deliver Takeover. Now, whether it'll become, whether it'll turn into a rivalry or not, that's that's not something I'd know, nor would anybody else know. Because who knows? Maybe maybe the way will split if, like, Austin Theory wins. And now he's going to have to go against, you know, his one of his team members and stuff. But we'll see. But, again, another thing that's that's kind of interesting to me is that what if Dexter Loomis wins this match? And it'll be, like, you know, now Austin Theory obviously has something against Dexter Loomis. But now Dexter Loomis has an opportunity at his boy's title. 
And so what if Dexter Loomis wins that title? It's gonna, it's honestly just going to change the whole landscape of just that just that little storyline that's going on between between them. So I'm like there's just so many possibilities and I'm so excited to see that. But after that it was um the sixth promo which was Kushida onto Devlin and Kushida was like, "Listen, like you're you, like I get it. You 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 feel like you're going to you're going to beat me and uh you're going to use me as an example on uh Santos, but you're not going to you're, you're not going to beat me." So Jordan Devlin, you better watch out. So it was it was like it was like a friendly, you know, threat or whatever, but um later on when we get to the match we see that it was it did stay like a regular friendly match and but obviously just a trash talking has to happen. But after that was the fourth match of the night, which was Walter versus Drake Maverick and oh my goodness, man, like who who like who in the hell did Drake talk to or like what did he take to actually agree to doing a match like this like i get it he's trying to like stand up um for his you know like guys or whatever and he's trying to like assert his dominance and stuff but come on bro like i get it walter did humiliate you in the locker room when you were trying to go after his mans and stuff but like you are what 104 pounds going after a man like walter whose slaps will literally just go through your chest like I don't I don't know what kind of what kind of acid you're on, but like I said before, to each their own. Um, but you know, the, obviously I had I really had not much to say about this match because it was just a straight up obliteration. Uh, Drake did try, but he failed miserably, and it ended pretty quick. I'm I know for it it ended so quick, and oh my gosh, the slaps, the freaking chops to the chest, it just goes through your chest. Like I, I feel sorry for Maverick for even ex- for even thinking of doing a match like that, but after that match went down, I'm not gonna give a rating for that match because obviously like it was just oh my goodness, but anyways, uh, it was interrupted. His victory was interrupted by Tommaso, and Tommaso's like, yo, I'm challenging you at Stand and Deliver for the UK title. Walter accepted it, but oh my goodness, the chop, the, the not the chop, the chop from Walter just, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, Walter probably. Oh my goodness! Ric Flair has to endorse him. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but anyways, from that it was the seventh promo of the night, which was Pete Dunne on him being the best technical wrestler and he'll dominate the battle royale. Yes. Yeah, so Pete Dunne was part of the battle royale. He's gonna be part of the battle royale next week. So uh, now I remember it's Austin Theory, Dexter Loomis, um, and Pete Dunne, and like you know nine others. So that that's nothing I'm going to see. But I honestly don't think Pete Dunne's gonna win this match. I feel like. I feel like Pete Dunne's eyes are more set onto like the main title, so we'll 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 see what goes on with that. But you know, moving on from that was the eighth promo, which was Alaya and Robert Stone. They're trying to recruit back Mercedes Martinez to partner up with Alaya to uh, you know for for the women's tag match because Alaya was able to get a tag match uh, via you know Robert Stone. So they were able to get Mercedes before Price and. You know, Mercedes was like, all right, the price you're giving me right now, that's half of it. I expect the other half after the match, which, oh, my gosh. It's just, yo, like, Robert Stone is just going to become so broke. Uh, but anyways, moving on from that was the ninth promo, which was Gorgano on in Regal's office about the, the battle royale. Because, obviously, judging by that, Gorgano wasn't aware of the plans at all. So, Regal just announced it blindly. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, you can obviously tell that Gorgano is not happy about this, but he has no option. Like, no option. Because, like, this guy's he hasn't really been defending the, the title much because he's been too busy worried about Austin's life and stuff. So something's got to go down, you know, especially at this two-night special for NXT for the first time ever. Like, all the champs, all the championships got to go down. But, you know, anyways, um, uh, next after that was 
Cameron Grimes with um, oh no actually it was the fifth match of the night and it was a lion Mercedes Martinez versus Martinez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon obviously for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship and I don't really have much to say about this match itself but Alaya oh my goodness this girl is improving so much she's actually I thought I thought she was gonna maybe carry this one here but she played a really good game a good match like she she was great she had like she's really light on her feet she got high flying moves she's she can be she can honestly be a good technical wrestler if she just like practices a little more but she's she could get there honestly speaking like i, f- I feel like she is champion cha- championship material but obviously ember moon and um shotzi blackheart got the dub ember moon was on fire the entire match and shotzi blackheart she was she kind of got a little sloppy like in between the middle or whatever but in the beginning and the end she was just great amazing to see from shotzi blackheart i didn't really have much to say about Mer- mercedes Martin- martinez because she didn't really portray herself as much i mean she was pretty dominant when she was in the ring but it, it wasn't it wasn't more so of like it was more so of her just being kind of lazy and stuff so from from at least what i think but you know moving on from that was um uh crime and grimes or actually the match i would definitely give that match like a good 7.5 out of 10 it was a good match to see uh, but you know the next one was a 10th promo of the night which was Cameron Grimes with Rod- Roderick Strong um, on his you know bad couple of months or whatever because obviously with the whole fallout of the Undisputed Era and then you know what went down with like earlier in the show where um, you know Kyle O'Reilly just totally ignored him and stuff and just disrespected him so Roderick wasn't trying to hear Grimes and Grimes was trying to like buy him off and stuff like that so he just smacked him and just completely completely rocked him and he just offed it so Cameron crying like a little baby as he usually does is so that you know well, there's not really much you can say about that but anyways the sixth match of the night which was obviously the last match of the night uh, it was Jordan Devlin versus Kushida and like this i really didn't have much to say about this match again like this show even though there were a lot of matches i didn't really have much to say simply because like it like these match basically based on like how how the storyline is going to go down it was it was just so like like improve the storyline of like the current people's storyline you know so anyways um santos did try to distract mid-match and kushida ends up like attacking legato del fantasma because like they try to get involved in the match as well by distractions and it's it's respectable by by kushida because he wasn't trying to get like a like in like a cheated a cheated win he wasn't trying to get an easy dub so he's like he went over there to uh, he went out ringside to attack legato del fantasma and uh you know santos and jordan like have a little stare down uh while he's doing that and then um Oh, yeah, yeah, so basically the reason why that happened was because Kushida ended up getting rolled pinned by Jordan Devlin, so that wasn't really nice to see, even though, you know, whatever, but, you know, Kushida ended up, like, he got up, and he didn't attack Jordan because Jordan was just doing his thing, so he went after Legato, Legato del Fantasma uh, because Legato del Fantasma was actually distracting Kushida, so that went down, and then after that, Jordan and Santos had a little stare down, and then surprisingly enough like i even i was shocked nobody was expecting this hbk he came in and we're like what the fuck like why is why is hbk down here and uh what goes down is that you know he he goes under the ring he doesn't say a single word he gets a ladder he throws a ladder inside the ring and he just dips and from from the bat as, as soon as as soon as you see for those that really know the wwe that well for those that see hbk you know pulling out a ladder from underneath the ring and throws it into the ring with people that are uh, that are you know the same champions you know like they have the same title and uh, you obviously know what's gonna go down he's just proposing that they just have a ladder match a ladder unification match boom and HBK was the one that really fundamentalized and I like made that match such 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 an iconic match so that 
was made official. It's going to be a ladder unification match. And, uh, yeah, the HBK just, he, he, he just, he didn't have to say a thing. But, you know, moving on from that was the 11th promo of the night. And it was, finally, we, we were able to see the addressing of, you know, Regal's issues with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. And uh, just to sum it all up, you know, he was just so upset about the police getting involved. And, you know, just making such a bad example of the NXT and making it look so bad that, um, you know, he's going to get them to sign a non-section match at NXT Santa Delivery. And the reason why I say non-section is because he did mention that, like, yeah, both you guys will get in a match and the, w- the WWE won't be responsible at all for any of the damages. Basically, I feel like this is mainly based off of Kyle, based for Kyle O'Reilly because he does still technically have, like, a neck injury that he hasn't been cleared yet of. So uh, he's like, you know what? Y'all going to settle this at Santa Deliver. You guys will have a non-sanctioned match and uh, you guys are going to resolve it there. So boom. Yeah, that, that that's, that's the show. And, uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry I didn't really have much to say about this. It's honestly just because I'm trying to get through with this as fast as I can just so I can finish this in time before SmackDown. And um, just because I, w- I just want to get it out there, you know. I don't like to have it delayed so much. And, again, I'm trying my best to, like, get these shows out as fast as possible. Um, but, you know, life is life and things happen. But soon enough, I'll be able to properly do it on time and schedule accordingly. And especially post on the socials more. Like, I'm, I'm noticing to see that I'm getting a little bit of more activity on my socials. And I just hope to, you know, blow up pretty big where, you know, I, I have like a couple of hundred thousand followers and stuff. And I can look back at like these episodes and be like, yo, like I used to be at like 39 followers on TikTok and you know, 15 followers on Insta and et cetera, you know, th- things like that. And like one subscriber on YouTube, which is my, you know, my, uh, my main account that I use for personal reasons. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what goes down, but you know, I'm just excited to see what goes down in uh SmackDown tonight. Like I said, after watching Fastlane, I'm most excited to see what goes down in SmackDown. So that's going to happen in about 15 minutes. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what goes on with that. But again, I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast and I hope you guys share it. I hope you guys like it, etc. And, um, you know, please follow the other socials. They're the same thing as the as the podcast name. Um, but yeah, I really hope you guys stay safe out there. Uh, in Canada, cases are rising or at least in Ontario, cases are rising pretty, pretty bad. And uh, I'm assuming the U.S., uh, they're not doing too good as well. But again, just stay safe out there. You know, wear your PPE. And uh, just just be mindful of other people's, you know, personal space and just their safety, right? Um, in the end, we all we all have to try to overcome this, but um, you know, we we all gotta put effort into it. But yeah, anyways, you guys take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.